Hey, all, I'm bringing you a very special episode of Best Hour of Their Day. This is a, the first time I've ever done this, so you'll, you may have to bear with me, but it's just me in studio. And when I stay in studio, I mean in the kitchen. And Fern and I couldn't connect this week. He actually had a really amazing event for his father being inducted into a military hall of fame. I've been in New York City for my cousin's graduation from PT school. Hope you've enjoyed the episodes we have put out with Carleen Matthews and with Stouty and Logan of Wheelwad. But it was really important for us to put out this episode today to prepare everybody for the weekend because it's Memorial Day and we wanted to bring to you an episode all about Murph. And it was really important because Murph has become an integral part of the community and many, many boxes. Most likely if you're a CrossFit person, a CrossFit athlete, coach, or box owner, you're going to hit Murph this weekend or maybe on Monday. I love when people do it on Monday personally. That's just me. Or maybe you'll hit another hero workout. But man, Murph has got some issues. I was actually randomly talking to someone in New York City yesterday and you know, they gave me the common chat of CrossFit is dangerous. My buddy did this. My buddy did that. And and of course, I don't agree with that. CrossFit is not dangerous. And, and by the way, people are losing their minds about whatever is going on with HQ right now. I've got my opinions. I'm very biased towards CrossFit. I'll probably put up a post on my website thejasonackerman.com. So if you haven't checked that out, go check out my website. It's a complete work in progress. It's where the it's where the best hour of their day website is as well. So check that out, besthouroftheirday.com. But I'm going to put up a, a whole post about it. And I don't want to get into it here. I don't want to do politics on this show, you know, even if it's just CrossFit politics. But I do want to talk about Murph and how to run it effective, effectively at your box because I've done it for years in Funny story, in 2008, I ran the first ever, you know, this is a somewhat well-known but also a little-known fact, CrossFit Games started in 2007, and in 2008, I ran what was known as the East Coast CrossFit Championships. You can look up, if you look that up on YouTube, you'll see a lot of videos that I made in my parking lot. It's so sketchy to look back now, you know, 11 years later. I had a back and forth with Dave Castro, Nicole Caro, even Greg Glassman about doing this because at the time it was really only the CrossFit Games and I modeled my competition after the CrossFit Games. So we did a CrossFit total, we did a 5K run, and we did a you know quote-unquote hopper event. And, and I was limited. We didn't have an outdoor rig, so we couldn't do pull-ups. And if you listen to the interview I did with David Osorio from CrossFit South Brooklyn, that's where we met. That's where I met a lot of the OGs, Dennis Marshall, Jen Hunter Marshall, Keith Wittenstein, Josh Murphy. So I, I met all these people there. And the reason I'm telling you this is that was Memorial Day weekend. And then that next day, that Monday um, in 2008, I ran a Hero Day. And I basically let every member of my box, which wasn't tremendous at the time in 2008. There's probably 50 people there on that Memorial Day. And they were allowed to do whatever hero workout they want. And it was a shit show. I had people everywhere. And the next year I was like, okay, I'll never do that again. And 
got on the Murph bandwagon. And Murph has kind of become synonymous with Memorial Day. And I think, you know, if I'm going to kind of give a list of things we need to talk about, first and foremost is Murph has just become a workout, but I think it's so important that we remember Murph was actually a human being. He's not just a workout, you know? So there's, if you just search Murph, you can find his whole write-up, but you know, Navy Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy of Patchogue, New York, was killed in Afghanistan June 28, 2005. A United States Navy SEAL officer, Murphy was awarded the U.S. military's highest decoration, the Medal of Honor, for his actions during the war in Afghanistan. His other posthumous awards include the Silver Star Medal and the Purple Heart. So it's really important. You know, we we throw this out there and, and a lot of your members will do it because it's a badass workout. It's hard. But let's not lose sight of why we're doing it. I would love if every box out there kicked it off, maybe print out a picture of Murph or put them up on your computer um, and, and read a little blurb about it. Probably a good idea to play the national anthem. And look, you know, I'm, I'm not in the military. I don't have any affiliation with the military, but I think it's just important to recognize these people that have served and protected our country and, and not just let this become a workout, let it become a memory for this person. So I think it's... A, it's, it's important to do that. Um, if you read Lone Survivor, actually one of the people involved in the mission was a member of mine. His name is Josh Apple. So shout out to Josh. Uh, he's now living in Arizona, but he was a member of mine and he knew him. And, and I always let him say a little word or two about Murph as, as, as prior to kicking off the workout. So let's talk about it. Murph's a hero wad. It was originally posted on the main site August 18th in 2005. And the post just said, this workout was one of Mike's favorites, and he named it Body Armor. From here on, it will be referred to as Murph, in honor of the focused warrior and great American who wanted nothing more in life than to serve this great country and the beautiful people who make it what it is. It's become one of the most famous CrossFit workouts, and it's, you know, especially on Memorial Day. And, and let, so let's start breaking it down now. Play the national anthem. Read a blurb about Murph. Let's talk about how people should do it. Lots of options. This is a workout that can give people rhabdo. Any workout with such a high volume of pull-ups, especially when people are wearing vests, we need to do with caution. You know, it's Memorial Day. For some people, you know, depending on where you live, all of a sudden the weather's warm. It's supposed to be brutal down here in Florida to the extent that I know a box or two are actually doing Saturday night heats of Murph just to stave off some of that heat. So be aware of that. Have water accessible. Be smart. We're going to talk about scaling in a minute. But people also are like, what's RX? How should I do it? Originally, it said throw on a vest, partition as needed. So people will say, oh, you need to do a vest if you want to do RX. That's how it was originally put up. It said all with a weight vest, 20 and 14, partition the pull-ups, push-ups, and squats as needed, start and finish with the one mile. So sure, if you want to hit that RX button, you should be wearing a vest, but again, people go crazy about this. It's not about that. It's about doing this workout. Uh, you know, it's become insane that people wear vests. I've seen people at boxes, literally, that cannot do pull-ups wearing a vest and doing banded pull-ups. Look, that's just stupidity. So let's let's talk about it. If, if you want to RX plus this, I've done this, and the way the games has done it in the past, 
I would say the hardest way to do this is with a vest, unpartitioned. You have to go through 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and that's where we saw those athletes you know, come back exhausted and, and brutalized at the CrossFit Games. They come back a year later, now it's broken up and they were doing it in sets. So it's entirely up to you, but if you're a badass athlete and you want to go for it, go for it unpartitioned. Here would be my, my first rule with scaling. No one's moving for more than an hour. Look, this is a hero workout. I get it. It's supposed to be tough. It's supposed to be about pushing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, but you also have to be smart and safe, not just for you, but for the athletes you're coaching. So if you're a coach or box owner and you're listening to this, that'd be my hard and fast rule. Hey, you want to wear a vest? Hey, you want to do the whole thing? Cool. You're done in an hour. And if you can, I mean, that's realistically what you should be doing. I've done it probably a dozen times in a vest in in the 40s or so. And I'm not the most fit person in the world. I would say, you know, the one mile run on each end takes 10 to 12 minutes with a vest. So that's, you know, that's called 24 minutes. And then Cindy with a vest is, you know, when I say Cindy, what I'm saying is five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. That's probably about 25 minutes or so with a vest. You know, I've done it. I did it last year, for example. I was working the weekend the last few years. I've worked on Memorial Day, and I've actually missed it at the box, so I've hit it Monday on my own. And and last year, I did it uh, without the vest, partitioned, because I was like, I just want to hit this hard. And my time was like 32 minutes, and that was, I ran hard on both miles, and I just did 20 rounds of that Cindy, 5, 10, 15, and, and it, was, it was tough. It, it crushed me. So... Let, let's talk about some other scaling options. Obviously, you can take that vest off and partition it. You can go down to half MRF, and that's where I think a lot of people should live. I would call it half MRF, and it's exactly half of everything. Half mile run, um, 50 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, 150 air squats, half mile run. For most people, that's going to take about 30 minutes if they're, if they're scaling. And that's probably where they need to be. If you, if the challenge is the body weight movements, we can do a mile run on each end. If the challenge is the run, we can do half mile runs on each end in the full middle. But I want you guys briefing this at the whiteboard as this needs to be under one hour. You should have done plenty of workouts with more than 50 pull-ups. You are only wearing a vest. If you can easily accomplish a set of 25 pull-ups unweighted, some other things that you want to consider is just your mile time. You know, so it's up to us, you know, put it out there for how the best would do it. Look, your your one mile run should be no more than 12 minutes. Okay, now I've got some ideas. Your middle, your 100, 100 or 200, 300 should take no more than 30 minutes, and that's being generous. And then your other one mile should take no more than 12. I'll give you 15 if you're a little fatigued. Right there is under an hour. Other ways we can think about scaling this workout. Do a team workout. Maybe teams of two, three, or even four run the mile together. Then they have to accomplish the middle together. And you can even bump up that middle a little bit at that point. Maybe it's double but you have three or four people working, so it's less reps total. They're getting built-in rest throughout. Because let's also be aware of some people, if you're running one heat of MRF on 
on Sunday or Monday, space is going to be limited, uh, especially on the rig. I love it. I love that crowded class. You get one spot on the rig. There's sweat flying. The heat is building. People are screaming. You got great tunes playing in the background. You know, this is an 80s rock kind of day. Death Leopard, play some Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA, um, maybe even Miley, Party in the USA, any song with USA in the background. And just, this should be about celebrating this man. This should be about a community building event. If you're doing it right, there's a barbecue after or, you know, be aware of drinking alcohol after a workout like this, especially sweating. But I think, you know, there's value in having a beverage or two for those that want it, but make sure they've hydrated first. Maybe a little stretch as a group or chat as a group. But I want you guys thinking about scaling this workout this week. You know, this that's really what this is all about. Celebrating Murph, hitting this community event, and making sure people leave your box healthy, happy and having had an amazing time having had the best hour of their day don't let this become an ego thing either for you as a coach or your members your members will want to do this rx and this is big picture this is something you have to consider all the time you're the boss this is your box if you're the owner if you're coaching this is your ass on the line you need to tell people what they are and aren't allowed to do, and that's it. That's it. And if you're worried, if there's, you know, we all have those members at the box. And maybe if you're listening, you're one of these people that like to go RX, but shouldn't always go RX, and they don't want to scale. Give them a challenge. All right, hey, today, you know, Johnny, I don't need you to wear a vest from Earth, but I want you to crush it. I want you to be the rabbit for this workout that everybody's chasing. Or... You know, wear a vest, but I want you to, again, I want you to go hard and I want you to do half of everything, but really crush it. You should be thinking about that all the time. You need to be dangling that carrot for your best athletes, but also for those, you know, middle of the road athletes that want to push and want to improve. As we talk about at the level one, intensity is what gives us results. And I know this is only a snapshot. This is only one workout, but intensity is what gives us results and too often people want to hit that RX button, but it's, you know, at the detriment to intensity. And I'm guilty of that myself. You know, amongst level one staff, I'm the RX king. You know, oh, it's 205? Cool, I'll do it. Oh, you know, it's it's a billion bar muscle-ups? I'll do it. I want to hit that RX button. But I've gotten much better at that because I know intensity is the independent variable most commonly associated with the rate of return of favorable adaptation. Super fancy way of saying intensity yields results. So there's very minimal intensity with walking with a vest on, and there's even less intensity with staring at a pull-up bar because you're no longer able to pull your chin over that bar. Remember that. And also be aware of this. If you're coaching or you're doing this workout, it's okay to scale. It's okay to stop and work out. I wouldn't say stop, but it's okay to say, hey, we're taking that vest off, or hey, you know, you, you're done with your pull-up portion of this workout. Move on. Big picture. I'd love to answer any questions you have about Murph. I'm really excited to hear how you guys scale it, to see if this impacts you guys. And I hope that helps. 
if you can, share this with your coaches, with your box owners, with your friends so they listen. And, you know, it's Memorial Day. This is all about fun. This is all about community. This is all about creating the best hour of their day. And sometimes we lose sight of that, but let's just get out there. Let's have fun. Let's do what we love, this thing called CrossFit, and let's become better human beings. So once again, thanks again for letting me put out this special episode of Best Hour of Their Day. We will be back with some great episodes next week. We still have some amazing guests coming your way, and Fern and I have some great discussions coming out as well. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Memorial Day. Have fun with the workout. Have a an amazing time, and we'll see you next week on Best Hour of Their Day. Thanks again for listening, guys. Best Hour of Their Day. Check out our website, besthouroftheirday.com. Share this podcast with your friends, your family. Feel free to leave us a review on any podcast platform. We've enjoyed this and just want to continue to spread the word. So thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend.